1: Listen to Loca Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Carol Jean, Juan Gabriel, Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones and drama? facts yes all of the above are correct but most importantly they're some of the biggest latin icons in the world and they're just a few of the game-changing latin stars we're covering in becoming an icon season two listen to becoming an icon on the iheart radio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts
3: all right we got up on game presents legendary moment end moments by the way with Emmett Smith that'll be pretty cool we'll also continue the conversation on the Dallas Cowboys is there a new scapegoat in town Kellen Moore is out mm, interesting well we'll talk about that state of the NFL officiating one T.J. Hushman's out of had some sound <laughs> yeah again he's doing it every single uh, every week uh, about deciding the, the Super Bowl I don't know we'll talk about it uh, yeah the idea that the Bears may keep Justin Fields or trade him. We'll get to that. And Aaron Rodgers, well, he's in a dark room right now with only candles. We'll talk about his uh, stay in the darkness coming up right now, right here. Hour 2, Up On Game. Let's
4: go. Fox Sports Radio. This is up on game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. This is the show for you. And it locks alone intercepted, Lavar Arrington. With Lavar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. TJ, I love the way you break the
5: game down. L.A., man, you were drafted by my squad, number two overall, 99. Zero. And Plax, man, you were a 757 seven product. Ain't everybody knew who Plax was growing up around here, man. <laughs> Three
4: of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the tirerack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio. Here's Pro Bowlers, Lavar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzana, and Super Bowl champ All
3: right, you know what? At the end of the year, at the end of the first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earned doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. All right, you're joining us live. We're broadcasting from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You're in up on game hour two. It doesn't mean that you couldn't hear hour one If you missed it – well, I don't even know what I just said. If you missed Hour 1, it doesn't mean you can't hear Hour 1. That's what I meant to say. You can go to Up On Game and hear Hour 1 if you go to the podcast, wherever it is that you get your podcast from. And if you're just joining us right now to hear Hour 2, you're in for a treat. We got a lot coming up at you. And if you've been here since Hour 1, we appreciate you being here. All right. also, you know, you can check us out on Twitter at LeVar Arrington, at hoosh eighty four, at Plexico Burrs, at Fox Sports Radio, and you can listen live in the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR or Fox Sports Radio, and you can also search Up On Game and Up On Game presents wherever you get your podcast from. We're in hour two. We're going to get to TJ's uh, comments in a moment. We're going to talk uh, Dallas Cowboys with Mike McCarthy does he have a new scapegoat? That's in a matter of moments. But first, let's get to this week's uh, Up On Game presents legendary moment with a goat of goats, uh, Emmitt Smith. Take it away. Up
4: on, 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 game, game, on Game presents conversations with a legend. And now, this is your legendary moment.
3: When I say goats of goats, people say that sometimes, and it's like over embellished. You really are a goat of goats. I had the honor and the privilege to be a part of that career. I've played against you at times, and I got to tell you, when you're able to play against a legend, a living legend, it hits differently. It hits different.
6: How has, how has life been for you? Like, you've done things the right way. I've tried to do things the right way. I tried to do things the way that I was raised uh, through this village and network of people that have poured into my life, as you would have the same thing. Mm-hmm. Coaches, teachers, uh, people in your neighborhood, et cetera, et cetera, parents, and so forth. I've tried to do those things, try to take pieces and pieces of what these good men and women have poured into me and to utilize it as part of the foundation which I stand Mm upon. And I don't want to waver from these things because these things have been great things and great life lessons. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that have helped shape me in terms of becoming this person that I aspire to become. I'm Mm -hmm. still trying to get to the fullness. Of Emmitt Smith. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That means getting beyond the game, helping my kids understand what it's like to be who they are mm-hmm. and to have take on the responsibility that they have to grow up and become great men and women. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be great in everybody else's eyes, but you have to have a level of certainty that, hey, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with who I am. I know what I'm capable of doing, mm-hmm. and my job? It's to maximize my ability, Mm -hmm. just like my father did. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's all about for, for me. And so legendary and all that kind of stuff, I never grew up wanting to be a legend. Wow. I grew up just wanting to be the best version of myself and I didn't realize what that was until I started the process. Wow. And then I saw that I had an opportunity and a unique skill that can carry me places and that skill has carried me places and have opened doors for me in arenas and areas that I never dreamt of.
3: I know that's right.
6: And so as I go in, do I go in with a level of excellence? Yes. With the expectation of doing great things? Yes.
3: That was Emmett Smith for our legendary moment this week. If you want to hear the entire interview, which was an amazing, energetic, uh, just a whole lot of, of, of great conversation, uh, you could go to Up On Game Presents wherever it is that you download your podcast. Speaking of the – The Dallas Cowboys, they've had an interesting start of the offseason. They lose Kellen Moore, their offensive coordinator. Uh, They did come up short in the playoffs. They only made it out of the first round. They did make it out of the first round, though, and maybe that is a step forward. But it's it's interesting to me. I was. We were doing a show this week. I was talking with Jonas, which, by the way, if you stay tuned after our show, uh, you'll be able to hear the JKS show, otherwise known as Jonas Knox. 100%. He, he had some interesting things to say about the topic of, of, you know, what's going on in Dallas right now. Here's what he had to say.
7: So Dak Prescott was talking with Jory Epstein of Yahoo uh, who does a great job for Yahoo and and she was having a discussion with him about just the changing of play calling in Dallas and all of that stuff that comes along with it and obviously Kellen Moore is gone and then you've got Mike McCarthy who's now going to be calling plays and Dak Prescott says he was told by Mike McCarthy there's going to be about a 20-30% to 30% change in the offensive system and he talked about how he's excited because it's gonna, you know, clear up and, and fix some things that needed to be changed. Hmm. And you and I were having this discussion where Mike McCarthy's now calling plays. They come up short in the playoffs again. Dak Prescott's back. Hmm. The assumption is they're gonna try and figure out a way to bring Zeke back. Jerry's already been vocal about that. It feels like this is it. Hmm. Like they, they've got another another run. Like I don't even call it a run, but they've got another spin of the chamber, and if it ain't this year, it's over.
3: All right, so let me frame this up for y'all, Stretch and and, 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 and TJ. This sounds like, to me, to say 20% to 30% change to fix Um, In terms of for Mike McCarthy to start calling the plays, I think we can all assume and agree that Mike McCarthy was brought in because of the job he did in Green Bay, and specifically, in particular, the job he did with Aaron Rodgers, the development of Aaron Rodgers. That's probably what he sold Jerry Jones on. That's probably what they were sold on when they hired him. To come in, and, and now Kellen Moore leaves. Kellen Moore departs. He's gone. You can fall on whatever side you want to fall on in terms of what you thought Kellen Moore was to this team and how valuable you may have thought he was. But obviously, Mike McCarthy, seemingly, the Dallas Cowboys possibly, seemingly have made him the scapegoat of why they came up short this year. So now Mike McCarthy takes over the play-calling duties from Kellen Moore, even though they'll hire another OC. My question to you guys are – Is this a setup now for Mike McCarthy to give himself more time and to get from underneath losing his job if they do not win a Super Bowl? I do not see this as a Super Bowl-winning team. They are not a Super Bowl-caliber team. But if they were to come up short, is Dak Prescott now the prime recipient of being the scapegoat for the Dallas Cowboys, or does it now specifically because Mike McCarthy takes over play calling fall on Mike McCarthy's head?
5: Man, listen, when Mike McCarthy got that job, he was forced to keep Kellen Moore. You know he didn't want to keep Kellen Moore. You know he wanted to call plays. That's what he's always done. He saw a way to sliver himself in there and say, hey, let's get rid of him. Not slither. I would I would have done X, Y, and Was Z balls. in the playoff game. I would have done this and that, you know. And so he basically convinced Jerry Jones to get rid of Kellen Moore so that he can get back to calling plays. Now, because he had Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks ever played. Uh, Mike McCarthy left, and Aaron Rodgers continued to play at a high level. Yes, we'll discount this year. But he continued to play at a high level. Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. Is Dak Prescott going to be the quarterback that you say the game is on your shoulders every single week, you got to go win it for us? No, he's not that guy. But he's shown he can lead a team if everybody else around him is doing their job at a high level as well. So regardless if McCarthy is calling plays or not, the game is always going to be On Dak Prescott, because if they lose, it's Dak Prescott is not good enough. But if they win, it's going to be, wow, Mike McCarthy has done a really good job, man, calling these play for Dak Prescott. (laughs) And that's just what it is. Mm. Just like you said, TJ, uh, Mike McCarthy got this job because
8: of the job that he did in Green Bay. But uh, the eye test has been telling me and everybody else that Aaron Rodgers doesn't need a lot of help. As far as from a head coaching perspective, if if uh, Matt Lafleur goes somewhere else, uh, you think he's going to have the same success in anywhere else without Ann Rodgers? Absolutely not. And Mike McCarthy has 100% thrown Kellen Moore under the bus, basically with him him moving on to uh, what, he went to Denver. Who? Oh.
3: Mike McCarthy. Right. He went to the Kellen Chargers. Moore went to the
8: Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, Kellen Moore uh, went to the Chargers, and now he's going to be calling plays. The problem that I have with this is Mike McCarthy telling Dak Prescott that the offense is going to change 20 30%. Guess what? That doesn't help Dak Prescott at all. So now he's going to be having to uh, digest parts of a new offense that, uh, offense that he already is, isn't comfortable in. So he's going to have to go through no re- no, new reads, uh, n- n- a new calls at the line of scrimmage, so on and so forth. This does not help Dak. Prescott's progression as a quarterback to where he needs to be to lead this team and this offense to be a world championship. And with that being said, this will be Mike McCarthy's last season. Ooh. They are working out a way to bring Zeke back. That doesn't make your offense better. We all know that. Tony Pollard is a is a better option and a better starter at the running back position because he's more explosive. He, he has speed to break, break runs, so on and so forth. But as far as Mike McCarthy – taking over the play calling, we knew that was going to happen anyway because he's an offensive-style coach, and Kellen Moore was already instituted as the OC when he came in. Just like you said, I don't believe that Kellen Moore uh, still would have been the offensive coordinator if Jerry Jones would have gave Mike McCarthy the opportunity to hire somebody else. So now he's in a situation to where I think I have one more year to get this fixed. And he doesn't have the team to do it because if you look at the teams in the NFC moving forward, I think the Philadelphia Eagles are still going to be one of the best teams in the NFC. And they just don't have what it takes from a quarterbacking standpoint than Dak Prescott to get to where they want to be to win the world Championship.
3: I'll I find it to be interesting. He has positioned himself to blame it on Dak Prescott if it if it goes bad. But we'll see how that all plays out. Um, That's your Dallas Cowboys. And, yes, we got some Dallas hey, Col- hey, my cow. we got some Cowboys coverage in the show. Yeah, most people say LeBron and, and Dallas. You know, hey, that's what they say. But, hey, this was actually a legit deal because we had the conversation with Emmett Smith. And, well, Mike McCarthy is going to change the offense up 20 to 30% to fix the offense for this Dallas Cowboys team. You're listening to Up on Game. That's T.J. of Plexico Birds. I'm Levar Arrington. We're going to take a quick break on the other side. T.J. had some uh, some hopes, some dreams, some wishes. We caught it. We caught it on uh, last week's show before the play uh, before the Super Bowl played out. We'll hear that and have some opinions on that. You're listening to Up on Game. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio.
9: Kane Velasquez, Salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Welcome back. What's up on game, we're live from the TireRack.com studio. It's Levar Arrington alongside TJ Husmanizada, Plexico Burrs. We got a lot of stuff going on here. Um You know, going uh, to the Super Bowl last week, we had a lot of conversations surrounding the officials. Here's one thing that TJ had to say during the course of our show last week.
5: I want to see a really
3: competitive
5: game on both sides of the ball. Uh, That's for me. Competitive game. Let the players decide the game. Mm -hmm. Don't have everyone waking up Monday saying, why did they make this call? Why did they do Just let the players play the game. Let the players decide the game. Everybody uh, come out of this game healthy. But I just want a competitive, good game, bro. That's all I want to see.
3: Everybody came out of the game healthy.
5: <laughs>
3: do y'all feel like they came out of the game and the conversation on Monday was not about a call that dictated the game? Man, did
5: I not call it or what? Bruh, it, it, it's unfortunate because yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> hey, yes uh, save you. that thank clap you. for later. Thank you. I I, I just felt like <laughs> the officials they established yeah, they like a way they were going to call the game. They were letting like every play that, was it a hold? He said it was a hold. That happens I'm going to say the majority of pass plays in the NFL throughout the entire season of playoff. You get tugged all the time. They're going to call it of the time, max. The fact that the game, in essence, was decided on that, because you know when you make that call, the game is over. I didn't want that to happen, obviously. You just want to see the players decide the game. They'll say, oh, the players did decide the game. He held them. But that happens on every play. You literally can call holding on the offensive line pretty much every play if you'd want to. You can call holding or defensive pass interference almost every pass play if you would like to. And so, for it to be decided that way, it kind of sucks. It's over with. But I just wish that the players would have decided the game. And I'm tired of all the little smart-ass people. Oh, the players did decide a game. No, they didn't. Shut up.
8: Mm. Man, okay. listen. First of all, this all this contact that JB had with Juju happened inside of five yards. Yeah. If you want right. to, if you want to make this, if you want to make this call, then this call can be made every single play, uh, and at a wide receiver is impressed man to man coverage with a defensive back because that is when all the contact happens inside of five yards. The ball goes up in the air. The ball lands out of bounds. The ball is completely uncatchable. We know Juju was not a speedster. He has zero acceleration. There's no way he's going to get to that football. And and secondly, the I've played in football games where I have been held and the referee is sitting right there looking at it and I've had my jersey pulled on and tugged and I look at the ref and I'm like, "Yo, man, throw the damn flag. He's holding." I've had refs say to me on countless occasions, Plex, I saw him grab your jersey, but he did not slow you down. He did not impede your progress. But I'm I'm saying to the ref, but a foul is a foul. But I'm talking about outside of five yards. If I'm Juju Smith-Souster in that situation, in that route, I don't get that call in the Super Bowl. Wow! Because of my size, my stature, speed, whatever you want to break it down to, I do not get that call. Mm. And Juju gets that call because, what is it? 5'8", five, five, I don't know what the case may be. But there are certain players that do not get that call, and I'm one of them. <laughs> and I've had referees tell me to my face, yeah, I saw him hold you, but he did not restrict you Or impede your progress making a run to the football. And that call right there is an absolute no call. And JB said it best Uh, it depends on who the referee is. And nine out of 10 times, they do not make that call.
3: All right but did it decide the game? Sure, it iced the game. Yes, I like it decided the game. It iced oh, yeah. the game. That was stirred, that
5: that was stirred down, LaVar. That stirred uh, yeah. down. They it, kick it a field goal, down. you get I'm, just under two minutes to try to see what you can yeah. do. I'm but, saying to myself, it still gives Kansas City a
8: chance to kick the field goal and go up three. I'm saying to myself, you know what? Kansas City gonna kick the ball, they're gonna go up three. I want to see what Jalen Hurst is gonna do with this football in a two-minute drive in a situation in the Super Bowl, and I think that's all what we were hoping for, but the referee did didn't even give us an option to, to to for that to happen with the call that he made.
3: Let me ask y'all this because I I tend to look at it and say, I wanted to see the ending of the game based upon Jalen Hurts getting the ball back. I was disappointed, yes, deflated, yes. But I did not think that it dictated the game. It did come not dictate on, the outcome of the come game. On, here's come why. On. Here's why I'm gonna say. Here's why I'm gonna say. You don't believe that. I do believe it. Here's why I believe it. When you look at the when you look at the course of events that took place leading up to that that final drive of the game, what happened? What happened before they know. got? You tell us. Tell what us happened, what happened. What happened ball. before they got the ball? What happened? They were stopped what that mean? The defense, mean? the defense, the defense stopped the Philadelphia Eagles. What does that mean? They, they stalled out their drive. What, they had to punt the ball. Mean? Then they punt the ball. You know what happens when they punted the ball? What happened? There was a return all the way into the red zone that led to points. Okay. To me, that Absolutely. was that was where the game was determined no, and where the game was there. decided. Come on, on
8: He didn't return the punt for a touchdown. That he, is, gave, he gave him good field position. He put
3: him in the red zone.
8: Oh, man. I, be, I had great field position all Super Bowl long. But we weren't scoring touchdowns every time we got down in, into the red zone. They
3: only needed a field goal to win the game. But am I off? He has am I, am an opportunity. Am I to, off on that? Wasn't that, no, wasn't that the no. same draft? Lavar, Listen, no, it was two he possessions has prior. They, they scored a touchdown on that one, right? Yes, but it was okay, two so, possessions prior. Okay, so anyway, they still scored, and that to me, that was that that transaction, that course of action in the course of the game, that was to me what determined the game. You don't even have to be in the situation that they were in at the end of the game. Hey, Lavar, we if can go back happen.
5: and watch film. The way the Chiefs carved up the Eagles. In the run game in the second half, I guarantee you go back and watch film, you can find five holding calls. I haven't even watched I guarantee you can find five holding calls.
3: Guarantee you can. You can find – you could make a call. You could make a penalty call on every play. And that's my point. There's no doubt about that. That's my point. You don't call that
5: unless it's egregious like it was like, oh, my – bro, that tug, that happens – Every single play impress man in the national football league man I just that happens all the time the I, don't get that, I don't get that call, hey, and guess what, and the ball hit the ground, and then he threw the flag. If you knew it was pass interference or holding, why didn't you just throw the flag right away? Why'd you wait for the ball to hit the ground, and the ball came down five or six feet out of bounds like like I it, don't, it's just, I don't. I don't buy it. I just would have liked I for the Chiefs' it. defense to be on the field against Jalen Hurts and that Eagles' offense, and we get a finish where you say, "Wow!" Either way, that's no. what I would have preferred. I, I, hey,
8: hey, hey, hey guess what? Because sometimes in a Super Bowl, all it takes is two minutes.
3: I, I listen. I think that Jalen Hurts gets it done. He found a way to get him into the end zone and tie it up with a two-point conversion. I, I, I liked where the game was going. But to be totally outraged at the fact that he didn't get – thats to me, I think that that's more of a spectator. That's more of a, yeah. a fan approach to the game. Because in the end, they had the, – the, the Eagles had an opportunity to be able to sustain a drive, not give the Kansas City Chiefs the opportunity to be able to to get the points that they were able to get on, off of that, that punt return. That was the difference in the game. That was the right. difference in the game to me. Mm-hmm. That to say, me, but that's the difference in the game. Not that last play. The last play, we don't know how. We don't. We do not know how the game turns out. Even exactly. If, exactly. If. Because they
5: made a call that they knew would end it. We don't.
3: We don't don't know. But you don't know if they're going to score. You don't know if they're going to tie it up. You don't know if they're going to win. We don't know what's going to happen. But we sure would have liked to – I'm a fan of of football. I sure would have liked to have seen what
5: would have happened. I agree. What what, what
8: we are going to talk about today is that uh, uh, up on game, down on game, I believe I won every category for that game Man, last we don't
5: weekend.
3: even have up on game nah, down on well, game today we gonna get nah, the we, result we, do we hey, have the results dang. ryan
5: hey hey i think we might have uh i got Lost every one. category no nah, i think we both said kelsey i went three and get, zero in every category do we nah, have the we, results No nah, with kelsey we okay. both said he wouldn't get the yards because we thought <laughs> I, I said that he Cannon score. would take him away and kelsey just destroyed him that first half
3: all right, here's I, what we're going to do with the school. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get an update from Nick, Nick Cope, and after the update, we'll see if Ryan has the results. Uh, but I'll say this. The game was decided on that punt and that, that series where they, they got oh, stopped. You know, you that's know what I believe. That. Man, that's you, what a co- I believe. you a coach of young men. You I, know that ain't That's true. what I believe. I, I think that that whole course of events is what decided that Super Bowl. I'm sorry if I don't feel as bad as everybody else that it got decided uh, at the end of the game, or at least everybody feels it was decided by a call. But I digress. Hey. Nick, it's your time.
10: Let's get an update it's from you. It's my time. I yeah. don't think you guys are ever going to come to a resolution. Here we go. Here. I don't think so either. <laughs> Alright, it's a big day in college basketball. you got four ranked teams in action at the moment. Number 7, Virginia on top of Notre Dame, 53-48. Getting late in the second half there. Midway in the second half, number 14, Indiana Trails, Illinois, 50-46. to Just underway in the second half, number 20, UConn on top of Seton Hall, 38-34. And just underway in Lexington, it's Kentucky leading, number 10 Tennessee, 19-10. to 10. The NCAA Tournament Selection Committee unveiled its in-season top 16 teams selection Sunday, three weeks away, but as it currently stands, the selection committee has Alabama as the number one seed, the rest of the number one seeds Houston, Purdue, and Kansas, and then on the two line, you've got Texas, Arizona, Baylor, and UCLA. In the NBA, reports say Kevin Love and the Cavaliers have completed a contract buyout. The Miami Heat are considered the favorites to love, but he's also going to talk with the 76ers before he makes a decision. And the finalists for the 2023 Basketball Hall of Fame class have been announced. They include Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Gasol, and Greg Popovich. The inductees will be announced during Final Four weekend in April. Diana Taurasi coming back for a 19th season with the Phoenix Mercury. And in golf, round three at Riviera in Los Angeles underway. Tiger Woods made the cut at one over. Max Homa is the 36-hole leader at 10 under. He is And much of the other leaders are about to get underway here in the next 10 minutes or so. Let's get back to up on game. LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzana, and Plaxico Burris. Appreciate that, Mr. Cope. We're in the
3: Tyrac.com studio. Uh, Fellas, uh, curious conversation took place with uh, the quarterback of the Chicago Bears. He had this to say about what's going on with him in Chicago and I want to get y'all's opinion on a question I had after we hear what he had to say. I
5: hope we just get a dome. I don't don't care if we're at Soldier Field, I don't care if we're in Arlington Heights, I I, I hope we get a dome. You know it can be cold, it can be 10 degrees, with no wind you're fine but with that 15 mile per hour wind, Mm -hmm. 20 mile per hour wind, I mean you can't fight it, it's tough. When it's that cold you have to bundle up like put a bunch of layers on and stuff like that and your body's cold so you're not warmed up so I feel like way slower in that cold weather. It's hard to stay warm in that weather.
3: I I beg to ask the question, fellas, is his focus on the wrong thing? Because to me, you worrying about if your body is cold and and having a dome and the weather at Soldier Field, I don't know that you're even going to be in Soldier Field as a Chicago Bear. Now, I got to ask. I got to ask. It led me to this thought process, and this was the deductive reasoning Involved with what's taking place. Chicago has the number one overall draft pick. Some would say there are two, maybe three prospects in this year's draft that are bona fide, sure shot, can't miss franchise quarterbacks. In this season and, and in the career so far that Justin Fields has had for the Chicago Bears, Would you consider him a franchise quarterback? And if so, is he a franchise quarterback of the caliber where you have an opportunity with the number one overall draft pick to get maybe someone that is legitimately going to be a franchise quarterback in this league? And keep in mind, the GM nor the head coach have any type of emotional tie or any type of real investment in Justin Fields, because this is not the regime that drafted Justin Fields. What say you guys to that? I mean, when when you think Chicago, you
5: think Wendy city, the cold weather. I mean, he can say that. It doesn't matter how cold it is. Man, when it's time to play ball, you're going to play ball.
10: Huh?
5: <laughs> At least I am. Whether, I, whether it's cold or not, I'm going to play. I'm not going to sit here and complain yeah, about yeah, the
8: weather. I, I agree, TJ. Hey, you're going to play ball, but let's not sit here and uh, say that the elements don't affect your play. Oh, you play, I you would,
3: played in Grand Rapids. He eats Lansing. That's right. what I'm saying. Would, you're going to go prefer, out and listen, play the best possible game that you would, can. I would prefer cold.
5: I would prefer to play in warm weather and no elements. Uh, obviously, every football player would. But him saying that, I have no problem with it. Now – 'Cause it's true. It, just Justin I mean, Fields. I,
3: I, whether he's right or wrong, I, the, is this focus in the wrong place. The, is the Bears, the right
5: place? The Bears need the Bears need help. <laughs> they need help on offensive line, they need help at receiver. Chase Claypool was a good receiver with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He got lost in Chicago. And, and so they need a lot of pieces. You can say, Oh, there's two or three uh surefire good quarterbacks in his draft. Are we sure of that?
3: No, we're never sure we're, 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 we're we're not. You're not
5: sure that? Never sure Justin Fields has shown he can get it done in the National Football League. So if I'm the Chicago Bears, I'm rolling with somebody that has shown he can be successful. I'm not going with the unknown. I, I'm not it, taking that chance. Is he, is
3: he a franchise quarterback, guys? Yes or no? In Chicago, he is. We don't know because the – Then he's not – that
5: what you mean? He's you look then at that. Not. Look at that offense right now. You tell me on that entire offense, linemen, skill guys. Who's a starter on another team that's a playoff team? Give me one starter.
3: They're starting in the National Football League. No. so they're starters.
5: Out of all the teams that made the playoffs, would any of that those offensive linemen, running back, tight end, receivers start on a playoff team? Playoff caliber team? Well,
3: that that falls on the GM. I mean, that's the team they put so out there. They
5: need pieces around them they need help what Justin Fields has shown me is he's a starting quarterback in the National Football hey, League well I mean,
3: didn't Trevor Lawrence have the same type of situation the deficit his rookie year uh yeah, look I don't what think happened. I don't think anybody was sitting there saying is he a franchise quarterback or not. Oh, it was some people saying he wasn't. Is Trevor Lawrence it a was franchise some, quarterback? Absolutely, today? absolutely. Okay. You he see is. how quickly you answered that?
5: Because he's shown that this year. Had you asked me that oh, last year, I would have okay. said yes. So Plexico would have said no.
3: Come into the same so, draft class, and aren't they, aren't so they the same draft?
5: Listen, listen, after listen. After one season, you're hey, franchise la, hey after back now. hey, after last year, Plexico would have said that Trevor Lawrence wasn't. I would have said he was, but now because he, they got pieces right around now, him, Lord and he had better coaching, better coaching. He is now. Is that a fact
8: or non-fact? Hey, well, if we're gonna do that, then the first two years of Audrey three hadn't watched.
5: <laughs> he,
3: he was, a, he franchise would have been, hey, he was a franchise quarterback. He
5: was on it. He was on his way.
3: He was uh, the franchise. But no, you said one season. He was the franchise until Haloti Nata knocked his knee off of his body. Shouldn't have been playing. He was already right. Shouldn't have been playing. But he knocked his knee right off his body. Right. we're
5: talking franchise and, and, and quarterback he, now, now, So you saying Lawrence Trevor Lawrence isn't one? Yeah. Hey, uh, you well, saying he isn't one, Mr. Burris? I've see, we, we, he had one good season. I, I didn't ask. Is he one? That, that's what LeVar asked no. yes me. Or is no? he one? No. Oh, my God. That guy. That's no. going to be a bad one right there. No. Trevor Lawrence. Well, is, if Trevor that, Lawrence
3: isn't a Trevor a Lawrence franchise might, quarterback. Trevor
5: Lawrence is a top five quarterback right now. Man. If me, he's
3: not, then God dang – Justin Fields 100% isn't Justin a, a franchise guy. It's talking
8: about the weather
3: in Chicago. Yes, Let, he let's is. Let's get back
8: to what he was talking about. He first might, of all, he might end up somewhere else. First of all, weather. weather. <laughs> By the time they finish building this stadium with a dome on it, you probably won't be there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just say that. I think what he's saying and implying is that, listen, the the numbers that he is putting up and versus the quarterbacks that are playing in domes in these nice weather, sh- Chicago is not that kind of environment. He's a franchise quarterback for the Bears. Is he? he? A, because his style of play fits Chicago. Okay. And the weather and the elements for,
5: for, and, what,
3: what, and for the style men? of play that he has. Six wins out of 20, 27 games?
8: Man, this That's franchise? He just said. That's franchise? But Bryce Young is not going to come in there and just flip the whole organization is around. Is he? And they're going to be uh, NFC North champions.
3: Maybe he is. <laughs> no, hey, he won't. Hey, before we go to break, before we go to break, Ryan, do you have the results from the Super Bowl? Because yes. was sitting, had its chest all Come on, out. man. It's your boy, <laughs> what, man. What, come what, on. what were hi, the results hi, from up on game, down oh. on game, the results?
11: Well, uh, only one of you – picked the outcome of the game correctly and that was Plaxico oh, right and, and he winning. did that by default because we yes. picked the Eagles had he gone first he would have gone <laughs> Eagles uh, as well uh,
5: uh, what about
8: A.J.
11: Brown okay uh well yeah uh you and T.J. both had A.J.'s prop correct um yeah it, Plax you got uh Travis Kelsey's prop correct uh mm-hmm. T.J. you got the game total correct you also had the uh the James Harden having more uh yeah. threes than MBS uh-huh. receptions uh-huh. of course we do have to mention that Plaxico's MVP pick was Marquez Valdez-Scantling who had <laughs> zero <reception>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I got Kelsey, uh, I yeah, got the zero. game,
8: and I got uh, A.J. Brown, yes. and I remember myself saying, The Kansas City Chiefs will win this game. Whoever wins this game, it will be by three points. And I said that. And the Kansas City Chiefs won by three.
3: Man, this is up on game. (laughs) Did I I not? That's Stretch Armstrong. He delivered some hella five picks on up on game, down on game. TJ's been consistent as well. Apparently, I just ain't nothing at all in any of these picks. But, you know, there's always next year. And I'm going to come back strong, bitch-ass. And, and speaking of coming back strong, we're going to come back in the dark. And if you ain't know what coming back in the dark, man, well, you're going to have to sit tight and stay tuned to find out what exactly that I meant by sitting in the dark for the last segment. of. Oh, oh, oh. I know it. I know it. Oh, it is up miss. on game. That is TJ Hutchman's honor. That is Plexico Burst on LeVar Arrington. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio. Hi, this is Jay Glazer. And you may know me for the world of
0: Terms and conditions apply.
2: Juan Gabriel, Juanes, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azucar, Harold G, La Bichota, Christina Aguilera, ExTina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story, from rags to riches, and all the tea
7: in between.
2: I'm Liliana Vasquez,
7: and I'm Joseph Carri,
2: and we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season Two.
9: Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back into Up On Game. It's LeVar Arrington. It's TJ Huchmanzada. It's Plexico Burris. If you missed anything during the course of this two hours – Don't worry, you can go to wherever it is that you get your podcast and you can get up on game and you can get up on game presents. You could also continue to listen live in the iHeartRadio app or by searching FSR or Fox Sports Radio. All right, we got Jonas Knox coming up next, so make sure you stay tuned in. But before we go, we got to touch on... Your boy Aaron Rodgers, was he going into the dark? Was he not going into the dark? What type of deal is this? His whole, uh, you know, what is this called, Ryan? What is it? Let us know what it is and what's the accuracy. We got some sound on it. But, Ryan, what, what, what's going on with this?
11: Uh, Aaron and his darkness retreat. Yes. Oh, it's a darkness yes. retreat. There you go. I mean, is it, is it is that
3: is that his dating preference or is it? I mean, what what what, what does darkness really mean right here right now? What does that mean?
11: Uh, I believe it's it is quite literally a a dark room that that he will just sit in for. Four days for four days. Yes, where they will bring him food through a little slot, and he'll he'll eat, but he'll mostly just be sitting there in darkness.
3: Somebody said it sounded like uh, being in jail and being in co- what is it, solitary confinement?
11: The whole. Hey man, y'all heard what
6: Aaron Rodgers said about that, what, right? Y'all heard what let's he listen. said. Let's listen to what he had to say. Do I have no it? problem with Ian Rappaport, Schefter. I think they're really good at their jobs. When it comes to me, they don't know. They really don't. They don't have people in my inner circle who are sources. I can promise you that. And anybody who would talk to them is not in my inner circle. It's that simple.
3: Uh, That's in regards to him going into uh, the retreat, the darkness retreat. I do believe you get candles in this room. You just don't have any electricity or anything like that. Why do you guys think he's doing this? I mean, we got two minutes, but why do you guys think Aaron Rodgers is doing this?
5: Listen, man, you heard what the Packers said. They are disgusted with Aaron Rodgers. They fed up. I guess the feeling is mutual, whether he's doing this or not. He said nobody knows in the media what he's doing because his inner circle don't deal with the media. So we headed for a divorce. It's just where will Aaron Rodgers land? It's it's done. It's a done deal. reporters come out, they said they're disgusted. They're tired of Aaron Rodgers. He's good. it has gone. And now – it's going to lessen the value of what they get back in return because they've already put this out. So let's see where the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes take us. Hmm. The Aaron, Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes are going to take us to Las
8: Vegas. I've been saying it for quite some time. And and Rogers says that uh, uh Adam Schefter nobody is is speaking to him. They don't know bleep about what's going on because they don't speak to him in his inner circle. Aaron Rodgers is doing this because he can get away with it, and, and it's Aaron Rodgers. He's still going to be one of the elite quarterbacks where wherever he ends up next season. But um, it, it, the, 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 his tenure in Green Bay is is over, and where he ends up. I don't think anybody really knows. And wherever he goes, uh, he's still going to be Aaron Rodgers. But I believe that's going to be Las Vegas.
3: Well, Aaron, I know you can't hear us because, well, you're <laughs> sitting in the darkness right now. But darkness. whatever it is that you're seeking and you're searching for in that dark room with your candles and your food coming through the hole. I hope that is productive. I hope you find happiness, and I hope you come out with what you get, all right? It's up on game. We appreciate Peace. y'all. Stay tuned to Jonas Knox. We'll be
0: again next week. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he
7: hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping.